0: We did not want to hold up support for Alberta parents at a time when we needed them to take part in Alberta's economic recovery. So we rolled out our agreement knowing that this piece that we are talking about today still had to be negotiated.
1: This piece, that's former Children's Services Minister Rebecca Schultz speaking yesterday of this announcement of a new or an updated deal between the feds and the province regarding child care. This piece is a pretty big one. Private operators that make up about 60% of child care programs here in Alberta were left out of the original deal. So that was the former Children's Services Minister explaining why. The current Minister of Children's Services, Mickey Amory, uh, says getting to this new agreement that does include that piece was essential. Private operators who make up more than 60% of our mixed market here in this province play a valuable role in the sector. And we want a system that welcomes and embraces their full participation. All right. So joining us to talk about what this new and updated agreement means and and the uncertainty, I guess, that was created for so many Alberta families, not to mention all of these child care providers uh, that were left out of this original agreement. Very pleased to welcome to the program here this morning, Crystal Churcher, who's with the Alberta Association of Child Care Entrepreneurs. Crystal, good to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. All right, so what changes now as of, of yesterday?
0: Um, I think there's there's still a lot of unknowns about what changes are, are going to be happening. Um, the information that we got yesterday still has a lot of uh, gaps, a lot of vague wording in it. I know that we're eager to hear kind of the details that, that come with the cost control framework announced. Um, I think that... What happens next for, for operators that have been waiting for access to this program um, is that they have to go through, it sounds like, the licensing officers um, to, to hopefully get access to those 1,600 immediate spaces. But, again, there wasn't really many details uh, rolled out with this announcement. Um, it's very unclear about who will get access to those no. spaces, uh, what the criteria may be, what the process looks like. Um, Unfortunately, none of that information has has come with the announcement yet.
1: Okay, so we're still in a period of some uh, uncertainty here. How important, though, was it to get to this point, to at least take that that step now of including private providers in in this arrangement?
0: Um, I think it's definitely um, a small step in the right direction, and I feel, you know, I know our association feels very grateful for uh, minister amory and all the work he's done to really represent our mixed model in our province and um to really respect that private operators do have a role in child care in alberta um however this uh, this program and this announcement yesterday it is all contingent on cost control framework mm-hmm. so as much as there is a private expansion plan that has been announced That expansion plan um, is contingent on opting into a cost-control framework on your private business. So I think there's a lot of really important um, decisions to be made by private operators moving forward. Um, And again, we're still waiting for some transparency around what that might look like for us.
1: So what's been the impact of, you know, having this deal announced the last year, leaving out a significant portion, a majority yeah. of Alberta's child care reality, and moving forward and, and leaving behind that component? What, what, what did that create in, in the real world for families and, and for providers?
0: Um, well, for families, it has definitely created mounting wait lists. Um, you know, anytime you increase a demand on a service, you're going to see waitlist. Right. Um, there has, there unfortunately wasn't infrastructure in place to meet the demand when this was all rolled out last year. Um, private operators who were not included in this program unfortunately have been teetering on bankruptcy um, for the last nine months, waiting to be able to allow families to access these programs in their centres. So we have a lot of families, especially in Calgary, that you know, could go to these brand new centers that have been open for over a year by private operators, but they just can't access the programs in those centers. So hopefully now they'll be able to, at least some of them, 1,600 of them, will be able to have access in these new centers, and it might relieve a little bit of the financial pressure that these people are feeling um, as operators who started a new business but haven't been able to compete in the market, unfortunately.
1: Well, it sounds like maybe this could have been handled differently or, or better. Even, I mean, is is that fair yeah. to say? And I mean, is is there one side that's that's more to blame here for that?
0: Um, I, I mean, I don't I don't want to lay lay blame. I think that anytime you're communicating with people, that the more details that you can provide, um, you know, the more information that you can give people to make decisions, the, the better off we are. Um, I I feel like since the beginning, um, we haven't received information that allowed us to make you know proper business decisions and at the end of the day as much as we're childcare operators we're small business operators as well and we are running our own businesses we need transparent information to make those decisions to move forward um, and that really has been lacking I, I know that um, you know our province has been trying their best to negotiate a really difficult deal with a liberal government that has clearly stated um, their desire to build a, a national standardized childcare system that is majority nonprofit. So to even be represented as a private operator under this agreement is, is a win for us. Um, but yeah, we could definitely uh, improve the communication and information that uh, we're receiving as operators in our province for sure.
1: Yeah, but I, I think this represents an acknowledgement that private providers should not be excluded from this, that, that it is important to ensure that there is choice mm-hmm. and affordability. I mean, is, is Alberta's model kind of unique, though, in that sense?
0: Um, Alberta's model is definitely unique. Uh, there there are other provinces, though, that do have a similar model. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, at 70 percent of child care, um, that's what we hold as private operators um, in our province. I think you can't not include private operators. Um as much as, as we are being welcomed into this program, it also comes with a lot of restrictions on our business. Um, you know, we are asking to, be, have, we're asking to have cost controls in place on our private businesses, on, on controlling the financial end of our business. So that in itself is, is going to create a question for private operators on how to move forward. Will they opt into this? Do they want to see this framework on their business? Will it add value to their business, or will it take away value from their business? Um, Are they going to be able to continue to provide the integrity and quality in their programs that parents expect under these controls? Um, There's just so many unknowns, and I I really do feel that um, we have a long way to go before you're going to see a lot of private operators excited to move forward into this next phase.
1: All right. Well, like you say, uh, much more still to come in all of this. Uh, More at abchildcare.org. Crystal, thanks so much for joining us here this morning. Appreciate it. You're
0: welcome. Thank you for having me. Have a great day.
1: You too. Uh, Crystal Churcher is uh, chairwoman of the Alberta Association of Childcare Entrepreneurs. Again, abchildcare.org.